Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Oh, hi. I wanted to pop on. Listen, welcome to Overflow. And before we get started, I wanted to share that I'm running a few sessions of meditation for introverts. A little pause in your day, a little moment to get grounded, to turn off everything that's going on in your head and everything that's happening around you. It's been so busy, the chaos, overwhelmed, and really exhausted because I know you are taking care of everything and everyone else and not your self-care. So I wanted to offer a calm, peaceful sort of meditation for introverts. So you're invited. Please join us. Now I know you're thinking if it's going to be on Zoom, that doesn't sound like it's for introverts, but you are welcome to be unapologetically selfish. There's not going to be sharing. You don't have to talk to and share your ideas. It's strictly for you to kind of soak in a moment and get grounded. There's no cost. And I would say resist the way you're operating right now. Change is good change and transformation is meant to happen in our lives. You don't have to be stuck in this same overwhelm and go, go, go and all the demands holding the world on your shoulder. I've been there. I have a spa gift certificate in my nightstand looming, watching over me, wondering when it's going to be spent. And I know when I have been so busy and giving everybody else my energy, my health, my well-being, has been impacted. So let me share my journey with you. It's time to heal. It's time to engage our hearts. It's time to appeal to the achiever in us who wants to accomplish, but also engage our heart. So click the show notes. I'll put the link in the show notes. Please join us. It's 45 minutes to be selfish, to be unapologetically selfish, to be grounded so you can shift from overdrive and half empty to overflowing with energy and strong enough to face life challenges, what I call living in overflow. Welcome to Overflow, the podcast. Are you filling everyone's cup meanwhile your energy and inspiration is drained? I believe when you move from overdrive to overflow, You have a supply of energy for people around you and all the demands of life so that you can tackle them with ease. Overflow is an experience of being in the zone with all your attention, so much so you momentarily forget everything else. This show is your weekly guide. Let's build a plan for making time for pure enjoyment or being fully absorbed in the complexity of your work or studies because this ambition will fill you up because you're not here to be average, you're here to be awesome. I'm Kimberly Snyder, motivational speaker, student of positive psychology, advocate, and champion of people. I'm your cheerleader and your biggest fan. So fill up your cup, savor the moment, as we chat and nourish the mind, body, and soul, so we can respond to life's challenges and find your overflow. Welcome back to Overflow with your host, Kimberly Snyder. We are talking about how to fill up your cup, how to find joy, how to live your dream, most vibrant life, and how to do that today. (laughs) 
If you've joined me for this uh, crazy past four episodes, what I'm calling the September self-care solos, selfies and solos, gosh, this, um, I am halfway through to my goal. My goal has been to create 100 episodes of overflow for you, for you to think about how you shift from overdrive and half empty to overflowing giving of yourself, but also filling up your own cup. And my goal has been to reach 100 episodes. Are you cheering me on? Well, we're halfway to 100. This is about episode 54 or 55, if I've got that right. And in this September, I sort of swallowed my heart and my ego, and I decided to launch these solo episodes. And I thought, You know, I want to have conversations with guests and inspiring other people. What are they doing to live their best life? What tips, what experiences can they share that I think you would appreciate, you the listener would appreciate to hear and be inspired by. But I also thought that this September was a time of self-care and inspiring others to pause and be curious and really maybe listen to your intuition, fire up your soul, and wonder what are you doing about self-care. And I have been on a journey in 2023, I would say a healing journey. I have been unwell and sort of um, making sure that I have everybody else cared for and taken care of and their goals and their aspirations and their needs. And I have been holding it all together and really not paying attention to what my body needs, what my mind, what my heart, what my soul needs. And so this has been a year of healing and working on my own self-care and my own mission um, to share and inspire with others. But I've got to be honest, I'm human I'm not perfect, and so I have been working on my self-care too. And again, it was all to say that this September, I thought it's going to be just me reflecting, wondering, maybe asking a few questions along the way that you too might wonder, what are you doing for self-care? And my philosophy is sort of step one is to envision life 10 years from today and in 10 years from today who am I who have I become what experiences and adventures have I had and when I think about my 10-year best self I really want her to be thanking me thank you for a great 10 years thank you for the adventures and the life experiences and the friendships of that 10 years. And I sort of lock that in. I breathe that in, that 10-year vision. And then I take it to today and my goals. And I just make sure that I am finding time to pause and be curious what I need to refuel, to re-energize, to fill my soul, to fill my heart, to fill my energy, 
so that I can be strong enough to face life's challenges and as life and as life shows up, which sort of brought me to the self-care September. And I thought today, as we move in, I wonder when you're listening to this, but as we move into October and the autumn season, this is the last quarter, the last 90 days of 2023. Are you ready for this? And so I thought today we could talk about what's on your 90-day plan for the last quarter of 2023. And my philosophy, sort of my um, leadership coaching when I'm working with people is one, thinking about their dream, their future vision, and really stepping into that, really sort of breathing it in and equally listening to the universe. I think we dream it up and we breathe it in that moment of joy and happiness and peace, whatever that vision is for yourself, 10 years, so 2033. 2033 and equally listening to the universe really trying to ingest what the universe is lining up for us our constellation the stars in the universe how it's all lining up our path our journey our life so breathing it in ingesting it filling our own soul up with everything that we wish for that happiness that we need and and crave for that 2033 and all the days, all the moments, all the memories that we build up in those 10 years and equally listening to what the universe is guiding us, impressing on us, showing us, offering that path. So first it's really thinking about that 10 year vision. So I think one year is is something, five years is is great and imagine your 10 year self your 2033 and what I have learned and what I'm trying to promote role model is self-care the self um, self-care is not selfish so it's really you know when you get on the plane they say if you're traveling with a loved one prepare if if there is emergency if there is turbulence something along the way where we have to put on our oxygen masks, we are putting on that mask first and then helping others. So thinking about what rituals do we have in place, I often refer to it as headspace. So I think when I take care of myself, when I know what my self-care needs are and I make space, I make time and space, for my own self-care. I know that it boosts my immune system. I know that it's healthy for my body, lowers blood pressure. I think I have a deeper compassion for others because I've taken care of myself so that when someone else needs me to show up, I can have a deeper sense of compassion, maybe more clear thoughts, maybe better able to make decisions or react or even reframe anxiety or stress that's showing up. Um, and I, I think I sleep better. So I know that the formula is sort of dream big, dare to dream, think about that 10-year plan, and also refuel self-care, um, taking care of myself, which means my own, my physical health, my heart and soul, my mind, my mindset, so that I can 
take care of others and face life's challenges, which leads me to today. And my thinking was, as we head into Q4, the last 90 days of 2023, I know the achiever in you, the one who wants to accomplish and check off your to-do list. And before you close your eyes and you're, as you fall asleep at night on your pillow, you're thinking, was today a good day? Did I accomplish? Did I achieve? And so I'm wondering what's on your 90-day plan. When you think about your goals that you have in mind, and I think there's a Ben Benjamin Franklin quote where he says, if you fail to plan, you're planning to fail. So let's build a plan. Let's build a plan for the next 90 days around your dreams, your 10-year vision, your 10-year beautiful, vibrant, joyous, happy life, as well as making sure that we find time to refuel, re-energize. So with the 90-day plan in mind, I think the first thing that we want to do is lock it into our hearts then I think we need to find a habit to make sure we actually accomplish our self-care goals. And then thirdly, I think we need to just be open. Relax, be open. Be open to the universe, the signs. Open your mind, open your heart. So let's talk about step one. I think that when you are setting your 90-day plan, my encouragement as a leadership coach is really to lock it into your heart. Why is this your goal? Why is this so important? Why is it important? What's the deeper why? If you were to ask yourself five times, why is this important? Why is that important to you? Why is your dream, your 10-year vibrant life, when you think about your vision board and the, the adventures, the things you want to accomplish, the success, the relationships, the social and the bigger contributions you want to make, why is it important to you? And then I wonder, why is that important to you? And when you reflect on that deeper why, I want to ask again, a third time, why is that important to you? And then why is that important to you? And then the fifth time, why is that important to you? So really digging trying to dig into, yes, it's meaningful. Yes, it fills up your cup, but why? Is that part of your legacy? Is that part of who you are? Is it part of your value system? So really trying to lock it into your heart that your vision, your 10-year plan, and equally your self-care along the way, why is that important to you? 
and really trying to lock that into your heart, not just because, yes, I know exercise is important to me, check. Why is that important to you? Because I want to be healthy. I want to, you know, play sports with, with my kids or, or be the coach of the team or, you know, join a club. Why is that important to you? Because social connection is important to me, because my value is um, living a long life, etc. So really try and dig deep and know its beauty, know its joy, know its peace. Really stand in that. And your heart is so big, so lock it into your big heart. Capture the picture, capture the moment, the sensation. Really capture the feeling and lock that value, that sensation, the taste of it, lock it into your heart. I know some recommendations I've seen some people, yes, we can take a moment and understand what's in our heart and visit that feeling and that sensation But sometimes in the midst of the busyness and the team demands and work and the chaos of life, some people actually put a sticky note, a vision board, a photo. Sometimes it's on the front of their home screen of their phone. An image or a quote Maybe it's a book with a bookmark on your favorite page. Something that's an actual physical reminder day in and day out that you see that reminds you. That hopefully lovingly, respectfully calls to you, not um, calls you with shame and calls you with guilt, but just causes you to look up in wonder, in awe, in joy. And if you're amidst the storm and the chaos of the day, that photo, that book, that post-it note with that quote reminds you to take a deep breath. Look into your heart. Listen to what the universe is trying to tell you. And find a way to your most vibrant, overflowing, strong enough, beautiful self. which leads me to the habit. So on your 90-day plan, what are some things that you need to accomplish in the next 90 days towards your larger goal, towards your 10-year vision, towards your self-care? Maybe you're on a healing journey like I am. So what are some things that should be on your 90-day plan? So here's some ideas I have for you. One is stacking. So really habit stacking. So if gratitude and the practice of slowing down, being grateful for the big things, of course, and also the small, beautiful moments and the blue skies we have today, the warm sun and the cool air of autumn, If you habit stack, it might look like this. When my coffee is brewing, 
and it's percolating into my cup. I could be doing, <laughs> how many things can you do while your cup of coffee is brewing? You could do a lot. You could empty the dishwasher. I really try and do just a few moments of gratitude. The smell of the coffee I just love. And I enjoy watching it brew into my cup. And literally, as it is filling up my cup, I stack a habit of just thinking about the three things that I'm grateful for. Or maybe one just long-winded few sentences of gratitude while my coffee brews. Another idea would be when you go for your walk, if you're taking the dog for a walk, when the dog stops to pause or you're about to cross the street or cross a path, really being aware of your breath, taking a deep breath through your nose and a great big exhale and sigh. Really trying to fill your heart and soul with oxygen. I think a lot of times we sort of survive through the day, breathing throughout the day where we don't actually take a deep breath. And you could even stack it with coming home and going right over to your home gym and maybe doing some weights, doing three minutes of planks, doing some sit-ups. So this way you're stacking your habit. So taking time to be healthy, to refuel, to take a deep breath. You're going for a walk. You're taking deep breaths. You're energized. Generally, when you go for a walk, certainly when I go for a walk, come home and you're feeling good. Can you do three minutes of planks? Can you do 10 sit-ups? Can you do five minutes of stretching? Another idea is at bedtime, let's say you're getting ready for bed, you're brushing your teeth. Well, next to your sink is your pen and your journal. So when you're done brushing your teeth, you grab your pen and your journal and you jot down your ideas. Maybe it's part of your to-do list, but maybe you're jotting down some ideas some creativity, some accomplishments. Maybe a prayer for someone else. Maybe a prayer for yourself. Could be a wish or a gratitude too. But just a few lines in your journal that cause you to slow down, be introspective, and just take time to fill up. Fill up so that when there are life's challenges and life's obstacles, you're strong. You could also name the days of the week. You could have Wellness Wednesdays. Wellness Wednesdays where you're, that's your day for working out or riding the Peloton. Wellness Wednesdays, that's the day when you get back on that treadmill, you pull out the weights, 
Wednesday is the day that you call and you inquire about a personal trainer or you look into apps on your phone or maybe it's Thermos Thursdays. That's the day we're definitely going to be eating a healthy lunch. We're actually going to stop for lunch, walk away from our desk at lunch, have a little picnic. It's going to be a something that you well-planned. It's in your thermos, Thermos Thursdays. I hope this is inspiring you to make a list of what you can do on your 90-day plan. So over the next 90 days of this quarter, how can I accomplish and achieve the goals that I want to move me towards that 10-year beautiful self and also to refuel and take care of my own self-care? So I have some ideas about habits. So one is habit stacking. So linking this new habit, this new shift, creating a pattern so that when I brush my teeth, I also take time to journal. When it's Wednesday, I know that's my wellness Wednesday. So that's definitely the day I go for my long walk or I try and achieve um, time on my treadmill or my Peloton or I book time with a personal trainer. And the second thing is really setting the mood. So part of habit stacking is also setting the mood. So you're not (laughs) brushing your teeth or brewing your coffee at the end of the day brewing your coffee at the beginning of the day or brushing your teeth at the end of the day and it's in a hurry, you've brought the chaos of the day with you. Also, set the mood. Disable the phone, turn it off, log off of social media. Maybe put music on, put your earbuds on. Maybe turn on a meditation or meditation kind of spa-like music in the background. If you know that you need snacks to start your day or at that at whatever point in your day, create a little snack pack so that if you are reaching for snacks, they're healthy. Have your big glass of water or your big water jug with you. Set the mood. Think about if you are going to create something, an activity, a goal, a task, towards your tenure, or about your self-care. Actually set the mood. I'm going to journal, but I'm not putting my journal at my desk where work is, where business is, where all the team activities and tasks and demands are. I'm going to put my journal on my nightstand. I'm going to create a space, a mat, a yoga mat, one of those beautiful meditation stools. I'm going to set up a beautiful space that I will come and spend five minutes. And I hope really that five minutes turns into 10, turns into 15. And it fills you up so much that you find the joy, you find that feeling so much so that your heart says, I need to give myself more than five minutes a day in that special place where you've created the mood. So we're building our 90-day plan for Q4. We have a goal in mind. If you fail to plan, you are planning to fail. So we've actually set some goals in mind that we want to achieve in the next 90 days. We've breathed it in. We've locked it into our heart. 
We're trying to create this habit so that we can accomplish these goals. So we've stacked them, we've set the mood. And the third thing I have to offer is tracking, which as an HR professional, (laughs) I think you think I love tracking and I don't love tracking, but it's so interesting. When you do a study, when you actually track your success, it's so interesting at the end of the week, at the end of two weeks, at the end of four weeks, to look back and notice wellness Wednesdays aren't working. It seems to be typically on Tuesdays. By the time I start drinking water, it's noon. What can I do to set it up so that I'm drinking water sooner in the day, first thing in the day? So tracking is my third tip. So you want to stack it, you want to set the mood. And I think those are fairly simple, but the tracking is less simple. It's less fun. It's certainly more fun once you have some data that you can go back and review. So how can you set up a tracker? So maybe it could be in the back of your journal. So in the back of my journal, I have a tracker where I keep track of things. So I have my journal that I'm writing in all throughout the day, um, sort of my day timer that I'm keeping notes in all throughout the day. But in the very back, I have some things that I'm tracking. And then I can also notice when's the last time I did that, what time. Um, People have, if you have a watch, I have a smartwatch so I can quickly take note um, on my watch. Some people use voice memos. It could be as simple as a little notebook that you've just divided up into seven squares for the week and each square gets a one if you've accomplished your goal. And I think as part of the tracking, reviewing your traction, reviewing the momentum. Okay, so two times last week, I went for a very, you know, serious, good, solid walk or a run or a Peloton, a bike ride. How can I get to three? How can I set myself up? How can I set the mood? Why is it important to me? How can I get to three next week? And I think also as much as we're reviewing it, maybe thinking about the impact that it's had. What impact has it had on your health, on your well-being, on your mindset, on your heart, on your soul, on your vibrance? And my tip with tracking is really dedicate time and small tasks. So what are the small two millimeter tasks that you can create, that you can do daily, that will add up over time. And in the beginning, I don't think the tracking needs to have a goal, but you do need to track it so that you can see the progress you're making. And I think that's when you're going to come up with a goal and you're going to think about, okay, I wish I was doing that three times. I wish I was doing that every night. I think that's something I can accomplish every morning because it seems to set up my day. It seems to set up my vibe, my energy. It seems to fill me up right away. 
So one, if you're setting a goal for Q4 and you're dreaming about and you're breathing in and listening to the universe equally, you're locking it into your heart. Two, you're setting up some habits. So you're stacking them, you're setting the mood, and I think you're tracking them too. I would just ask that you trust me on that. And the third thing is be open. And I think I would just suggest be open. Honestly, open your mind, open your heart. Open the lines of communication. Declare your dreams, declare what you need, say it out loud book the time, set boundaries, and also reflect. Take time to reflect, how are you really? What inspires you? Oh, and what makes you rage? What makes you laugh? What makes you laugh so hard you're crying? What makes you feel empowered? And equally, what's exhausting? What makes you dance? What lights up your soul? What are you afraid of? Taking time to think about how are you really? How are you really? As well as what lights you up? What drains you? What's causing you to be half empty? And then where do you find joy and glee? Where do you find you have a pep in your step and you want to dance or laugh? What makes you feel strong and empowered? And this is sort of the third phase, which is being open. It's opening the lines of communication. So when you're a leader or in a leadership role, it is opening the lines of communication with others, with your team, with the business, setting expectations, managing expectations, but it's also opening the lines of communication with your heart, your mind, and your soul. Locking in your wishes and your dreams and your heart And equally being open, open, open your ears, listen to your intuition, open your eyes. When you go for a walk, what are the signs? Are there any signs you notice in your day? Really open your eyes, open your heart. Listen for what your soul is craving. What does your gut say? Taste what it is to live a life well lived. And golly. Oof. If I know anything from the pain and sadness in my life, don't wait. Don't delay. 
Don't delay. So here's my last question for you, my friend, my beautiful, smart, high achieving friend. I hope you're not in overdrive and half empty. I hope you're thinking about this little formula, dare to dream, refuel and be open. Listen, beautiful, what can you do right now? What can you do in the next five minutes that'll spark joy, curiosity, self-care, self-love? What do you need in the next five minutes to lift you up, brighten your light, Bring a huge smile to your face. So much so that your heart is pounding 10 times bigger. What's something so small yet so hugely impactful you can do in the next five minutes to fill you up and lead you towards this beautiful 2033 beautiful self. Sending out so much love. I'm sorry to get a little emotional at the end. This is for you. Fill yourself up. It's time today. Take the next five minutes. You deserve it. With so much love. Thank you for joining. Thank you for listening. I hope this podcast feels like a guide in your ear, encouraging a shift in your mindset, boldly challenging you to stretch self-care goals and continue to strive and achieve big accomplishments in life because you're not here to be average. You're here to be awesome. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Overflow. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend and subscribe, rate and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any comments, ideas or feedback, you can find me on my website, peoplebrain.ca. Thanks so much for listening.